Hello. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome to RT is Steeping. I'm Jen. I'm Caitlin. And this week we're talking about when Jossie whistles. Right? I cannot whistle. Uh, yeah, I, I've had to learn too with our dog. Um, <laughs> it's the easiest way to get him to come back. Yeah, it doesn't work out for me too well. <laughs> so what are you drinking? Today I am drinking a stash Christmas Eve, Eve tea. Yeah. yeah, it's Caitlin's. I'm just drinking all of Caitlin's tea, but it's really good. It's got like vanilla and spearmint and a lot of sugar. Yeah. Thank you, That's Caitlin. That's really the only way to drink tea. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you drinking today, Caitlin? It is also stash, but it's just decaf green tea. <laughs> I, so I think the first time I ever drank green tea was last episode when you made that blueberry mm. green tea. And, and it's very different from regular. Yeah, I really liked it, though. So now I feel like I am more open to the green tea world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... <clears throat> I don't remember, like, specific stuff about, like, green tea. I always drink green, like, tea with my grandmother. So, like, she just had a variety of teas, and I feel like I just always just dumped a lot of sugar in there and drank whatever she gave (laughs) me. (laughs) (laughs) I've been trying, um, not Splenda, Stevia in my tea in the mornings at work. Yeah, do you like it? So far, I don't, because the Stevia flavor... (laughs) overpowers the tea. I can't really oh. taste the tea. Like I had the the red dragon chai yes. the Ooh, spice. I love yeah. that one. That so I could good. barely taste the flavor. Wow. And that one's got a really strong yeah. flavor. And it was just oh. stevia. I've just been using whatever like packets they put in the little cup in the breaker. <laughs> I used two. <laughs> so some notes about this episode is that we're going to try really hard to pronounce the name correctly. Um, we like heard the author pronouncing it on Instagram. So we're going to try really hard to be respectful and say it the way it's supposed to be said. Caitlin's currently pulling it up on Instagram. And while she's doing that, I'll give our other side note. Um, we noticed that you could hear us moving around some in the background of our last recording. We do not have a professional mic because we're new and we want to make cheap. sure. Yeah. <laughs> and we want to make sure we like doing this before we invest the real money into mm-hmm. it. Um, so we're going to try really hard to move around less this time. Um, but you know, just give us some grace. Um, we're trying. We know that it was a problem. The pronunciation is Jassi Jatere. So Jassi. Yeah. So we're going to try really hard to say it right. I don't know if she's got a pronunciation for Hilo, but that's how I've always said Hilo's name in my head. So that's just how I guess we're going to go with it. Here we go. We're going to do the best we can. Okay. And we'll see how it goes. So. We will do a short break and then get into our first episode. And we're back for episode one of When Jossie Whistles. So when this episode starts, we're at Hila's 10th birthday. Um, So this is, I guess, like their coming of age ceremony. It's like we're there asking the gods to... Uh, give them blessings for her mm-hmm. debut. It's in 1980, and we were like, this is 40 years ago. I know, we felt so old. Like, when did 1980 become 40 years ago? Right, I thought oh my gosh. Not, the 80s were still 10 like years 20 ago. years ago, yeah. It's like, it's still permanently 2000 in my brain. Yes. <laughs> so it starts out in 1980. So he was 10, and she's like shooting her little bow and arrow um, as per 
adult ceremony, like an mm-hmm. adult at 10, I guess maybe that's part of a thing, like, when you live about, like, out in yeah. a tribe, it's different from, like, living in the city. And when you think about, like, when you hit puberty, because, I mean, I feel like, especially a long time ago, like, that, I don't know, I guess that is considered, like, when you become an adult, mm-hmm. and around 10 seems about right. Yeah, I feel like it, maybe it's just, they hit double digits. Oh, that that could be it, too. Because I feel like it's normally, like, 12-ish. 12-ish-ish. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's Either been way. a while since I hit period. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> so it's her 10th birthday. She's now an adult. This was 40 years ago. We meet all of our main characters, really. We get a good feel Except for the for cast. Except for Jossie. Yeah. We, we meet all the normal human Yeah, all the human characters. So, and then after... After they, like, ask for the blessing for the god, then, from the god, then, boom, ten years later. And you can see, like, the statue. It's a really good portrayal of time change without it just saying ten years later. Yeah, that was so well done. Mm -hmm. Because it shows, like, all the moss growing over the statue. But Mm -hmm. it's ten years later, so it's 1990. And she's 20 now. 20 years old. Real adulthood. Yes. Thank you very much. I have a comment like, oh my gosh, this was all the intro. (laughs) Like, this wasn't even the real start of the episode. Their episodes, man, you have to give it to the author. They, it's, yeah. Impressive. Impressively long long. episodes. Yeah. And the artwork is just so beautiful Mm -hmm. for the amount of time it had to have taken to. And this was one of the Green Light series. And Mm -hmm. I fell in, it was probably my favorite Green Light series. I fell in love with it on Green Light. And then I was anxiously awaiting, and when I saw it came back, I was like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> yes, so as a reminder, um, this is a new uh, show, story, I forget, webtoon, favorite comic, comic <laughs> yeah, all of those things for me. Uh, Caitlin introduced me to it because she loves it, so mm-hmm. Caitlin's going to be freaking out with all of the knowledge of all the things Because I have more than Jennifer does at this I point. I know, <laughs> and I don't know anything about it, so we're going to try and do no spoilers, because yes. it's spoilers for me then, too. Yes. And I think what we're going to do for when we get to the season finale is we'll have Jennifer's live reaction. We'll make her wait and read it in between us recording the second, the last, and the finale of the season. It's going to be good. I'm excited. And we'll just record her freak out, and it'll be great. Caitlin keeps alluding to things in the future, (laughs) and I have been shutting her down. Oh, yeah, I'm like, oh, I can't say that. I know. Oh, I can't say that. Quit poking holes in my ships. I I mean, to, to be like... I'm a big Rodri fan. Love Rodri. He's great. He's so cute. He's so like you can tell he is in love with oh my with Rodri. So, so I mean, we meet Rodri in like this. I mean, we saw him a little bit at the ceremony, but we mm-hmm. meet him while she's out there hunting, and yes. the birds like ah. Yes. So <laughs> it's uh, whenever we get that flash forward, we also see that like everyone's gone in the mm-hmm. village. The village is really deteriorated over time. No one's really left. We but... see that Hela's taken over the tribe. Yes. So she she's the chief. leader because her dad wouldn't, or something like that. Something like because her grandma was chief before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but everybody's left and has gone to the city, and she's the only one. But still Roger in the tribe. Came back for her. Yeah, I guess he'd been off at like school or That's what it something. Sounded like yeah. Um. And then he's come back. Um, he blushes a lot, oh my gosh, that's and it's so adorable. Cute. <laughs> and it's you can, I mean, you can really tell he is in love with Hila. Yes. <laughs> so they talk a bit, um, and then he takes her to this place that he wanted her to see, which is the cave. 
Yeah, so they're, like, going to go into town to make a phone call or something. In mm-hmm. true 1990s fashion, yeah. not everyone has cell phones, so they're going to go find <laughs> a phone. Um, which means that they're, like, going into the city a little bit to go do that, but they can mm-hmm. walk there. So they yes. decide to take a shortcut through the caves. And we have so many comments about, like, um, why why in the world would you take a shortcut through caves when it's oh, about wait. to be dark outside and everyone's warning you, like... Don't go off alone. There's bad things in the woods. Oh, no, it's later because she nods at him and he's like, I'll sneak out. So he's taking a nap. He can't function without a siesta. So. <laughs> I don't blame him. <laughs> he snuck out and then that's when they went to the cave. But still, why do you go to uh, it's and he's like in, the, okay. the, the horror movies Here's when you're like, hand why are you going part. down to the basement? Okay, yes. Very true. The, oh, the hand holding is so easy. You hand can holding. hold my hand if And you, you see, want. it's like the Pride and Prejudice fist clinch. Like, <gasps> the hand flex. It's the best part <laughs> in the whole it's movie. It's getting hard to see. You can uh, hold my hand it's so cute. if you want. And he's blushing. Like, my ship is like hardcore being built right now. There's a lot of hammers, yes. a lot of nails, <laughs> and I don't want you to ruin it. Oh, see... I love them together, but there's that theory that's been going on since the beginning. No. <laughs> it's, hey, it's in the comments of, like, the first or second episode, so no. it's been going on since the beginning that he is Jesse, and I don't know if I agree with the theory or not, but it makes me feel better about liking Jesse more. <laughs> Okay, so they're in the cave, mm-hmm. and there's all these sparklers. Yeah. They're having a lot of deep thoughts about, like, the meaning of life and time. Mm-hmm. But then all these glowy symbols show up, and that just seems real bad. Yes. Well, that's the other thing, too, is we notice after they held hands, she looks at her hand and notices this weird symbol. Glowing on her hand. She'd never seen it before. Yes. Until they held hand. hands. I know. We're both holding up her hands, shaking them, like, oh, glowy It's on her hand. <laughs> Um, and her eyes light up like they do later when she, in episodes that we'll talk about in this episode. Um, and Rodri gives her a birthday gift at this point. And it's a (laughs) Walkman. Yeah, I know. We both are feeling so old right now. I got one. It wasn't a tape player. It was a CD player Walkman thing. Um, and that thing skipped every time I stepped too hard through the house. And I was like, you have to walk so careful. My mom probably loved it because it kept me quiet because I couldn't walk so heavy. (laughs) Had to keep the CD player balanced. <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> but then Rodri wants to talk about marriage and the ma- future. Ma- oh ma- marriage. <laughs> you can't so even say cute. it. Uh. <laughs> You're the chief. Yes. 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 And it's it's just very typical. We've been childhood friends for forever. Yeah. Doesn't know how to open this up and be like, hey. Because you don't want to ruin everything, but <laughs> you're obviously right. you're perfect for each other. Mm-hmm. And then the glowy lights. The whistling, and, the and they whistling, don't know what it's from. And Rodri is drawn into the glowy lights, which mm-hmm. is obviously never a good thing. And it's like Hila passes out or something because she wakes up, and she is now wearing the necklace that Rodri had on. And Rodri is nowhere dun, to be dun, found. Teo Marcos comes to the door and says he can't find him. And he's gone. And he was like, my world's going to crumble if Rodri's yeah. really gone. Because he was the so only person bad. that was left that yes. would come back for her. That truly believed that she was doing a good job as chief and like that she and he's, he's like totally alone. Yes, because she wants to rebuild and he's the only one that it seems like believes in her, which is really cool. 
That's just also really sad. I mean, that's our whole family. You know. So my final thoughts are that I super love Rodri. I love the ship, and mm-hmm. I want you to, like, quit ruining it for me because this is so <laughs> cute. But also just everything art-wise and story-wise, this is such a good first episode. They mm-hmm. did such a good job. And it is just, like spoiling because it's feast of an episode because it's so <laughs> long <laughs> i know so yeah this section's a little longer but our next ones will get shorter as the episodes get shorter but it's like you have to have all the introduction oh stuff yeah in the beginning extra extra info yeah. but it's okay yes so we will stop here let you listen to some intro music and then we'll come back with episode two okay episode of episode of episode, episode two, two of Jossie <laughs> of Jossie so Gila is running after Rodri in a flashback and we see that his eyes bleed on the full moon and it's a family curse that they've had which is why the mom has left mm-hmm. because she's trying to find yeah. a solution but and then too like right before this we're getting the first retelling of the myth of Jossie oh, so this yes. is when we really hear about <laughs> I know I, that I, put that point. In, yeah, I put it at the very top <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> So we get our first, here is who Jossie is. Mm-hmm. And explains why when Gila meets him later, she is so opposed completely to everything that he is. Yes, because he, in all of their stories, he's like a, a boogeyman for like the Basically, children yeah. who don't take their naps. Which I think it's so cool that, because there's a lot of myths and stuff that stories get written about a lot. Mm-hmm. And this is not one that I've ever heard. A lot of times it's like Greek myths or, um, my brain's blanking out, but other ones, like, especially ones from where we're located and Mm -hmm. like myths and stuff from like up in Appalachia and all of that. Yeah. But this is one I've never heard of before. So it was like, it adds so much to the story, getting to learn about another culture also through this. It's Mm -hmm. pretty neat. Um, so Rodri runs out of the myth of Jossie retelling and someone comes to pick him up early because it is the full moon and I want to say too that when I first read this it was like this like really quiet kid is really subdued in the corner kind of hiding from everyone a parent Mm -hmm. comes to pick him up early and then he runs away my first thought I feel so bad now having like read through it but I was like is this poor kid, like, being abused? Is he in a bad uh, situation? Yeah. Like, it seems like he both doesn't want to be here, but he doesn't want to go home. Mm-hmm. And especially, like, now that we're adults, I feel like you're on the lookout for that more with, like, yeah. the kid who doesn't want to or can't socialize as well with the children their own age. Mm-hmm. Like, what is going on here? But I'm glad that... I'm sorry it's a family curse, but I'm glad you're not being abused at home. (laughs) Yeah. um, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and that's the other thing, too, is they mentioned that after, so after the flashback, she's at the tree talking with Tio Marcos. Who is Rodri's dad. Yes. And finds out, like, we learn that after his mom left, his eyes never bled again. Which seems very important. It, it's it's all connected somehow because there is speculation that she had gone to either to the city to or find a fix for it. So or like, Hila wanders at some point. Well, that's later episode, like in when she gets into AOAO's land. Oh, okay. so maybe we'll just address it then. <laughs> <laughs> but um, then, so after she takes Tia Marcus home, she's at her house. 
her whatever it's yeah house yeah. I guess I don't yeah. think it's like the meeting place I think it's her house I think it is her house um and she hears someone at the door that says they're Rodri yes. but it's Josh and he's been missing for multiple days now I oh. remember there was a note about that where it had been oh, a couple yeah. days so yeah there's knocking on the door and they're like it's it's Rodri and she's like he can't whistle yeah so then whistling. she to prevent herself from being lured by the whistling, she uses his gift of the Walkman, puts that in her ears, um, chases mm-hmm. after, and this is the first look we get at Jossie at the end of the episode. Yes. So, yeah, that's that's the episode. Um, I know, I'm like reading through my notes. Was there anything else? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so I feel like a, a note that I had, too, was like, she goes ahead and she she tries to shoot him with an arrow. Mm, yeah. So there's the, I think she's she's following the glowing floating symbols that she sees mm-hmm. in the cave. She's following those to where she finds Jossie, and she ends up shooting him with an arrow, but it doesn't do anything to it. Yeah. Um. Well, she cut through one, and it was like this darkness all coiled in it, mm-hmm. like this really dark looking magic, and it's. It's connected to Jossie, but more than that, it's what he uses to lure the people to this, which is part of yes. his fa- what his father wants him to do. Yeah. So I've started connecting that darkness more with the father than necessarily with Jossie, especially, like, after... It's, that's in the next episode when they make the deal. But looking at the difference between when he uses magic versus what he uses to lure people in, and it's... It, I find it really interesting, the difference in the two. <laughs> yes. All of those things, I don't I don't know so many of these things yet, so... Well, it's like, I mean, because it's just in the next episode. That's true. Because all of, like, when he's... Like, even when he's, like, trapping her mm-hmm. to keep her from running so he can talk to her. Yeah. Like, even that magic is that light, really pretty blue. That blue, it's just... The coloring in this comic. It's just so, so good. good. It's yeah. so pretty. Um, and then I had a note of so is Co Coe Who is Coe the um Rodri's father and mother. Oh, I was about to say, wait, no, I thought his name was Marcos. Yeah, that's <laughs> the mother. <laughs> okay. Um I guess I wrote that down while I was reading because I didn't remember that was her name. <laughs> um but I had made a note of what if she's with Jossie. Because like she went to the city but they've never seen her since and Tio Marcos Ooh. goes to the tree all the time. So, if she was one of the ones that Jossie lured at some point do talk with about him. about him making deals with multiple humans. Mm-hmm. I looked over your notes, and I <laughs> you have one of the same notes I do about... Um, so, back <laughs> when, like, Hela's running after Rodri in the at the beginning, in the flashback, <laughs> and he has these bloody eyes, Caitlin and I both have notes in all caps on our page. Why are you smearing someone else's blood on, on your, your face? face? That's the most disgusting thing ever. Have you never heard of, like, bloodborne pathogens? Like... <laughs> Oh, yeah. So I just, I had to laugh because we both have it in yeah. all caps. <laughs> um, and I, I put that I agree with Rodri. That's disgusting. But yes, then there's also the stop. blush. <laughs> yeah. Because at this point, when I read through it the first time, I was all aboard the Gila and Rodri ship. Yes. I don't I know what their ship name on. is, but I was all aboard. Yes. Choo-choo. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Everything. So it's, it's changed as I've read <laughs> the whole episode, but it's fine. That's okay. Are you ready to move um, on to episode three? I think so. Oh, and that was my other thing of when he caught her bridal style. I was like, oh no, he's hot. 
<laughs> First instinct is ship. to ship. <laughs> what does my heart want to ship? Because clearly, Rodri, like, if you think about it in, like, just the logistics of storytelling, Rodri hasn't been in it very long. Yes, she has, like, a very long history of him, but we haven't seen much of it. We see her more with Jossie through the whole season because she's on this hunt for Rodri anyway. But doesn't that just show true love that she's been hunting him down yes. the whole time? I mean, yes, but I, uh, nah, nah, I don't know. I mean, at this point, it's like true best friend love because she doesn't see him romantically yet that we know of. Like, her feelings haven't turned that direction. No. He was the one trying to turn it that way, and she was like, I am on sparklers? the ship. <laughs> Quit turning the ship. I'm over at the rudder. I, no, no. Give it back. Okay. We'll see you in just a second. Episode three of When Jossie Whistles. So, he stabs him. Um, but he's he doesn't not bleeding. bleed. <laughs> Apparently, he lets her know that he cannot be harmed by humans. They make their deal, and then we see some creepy singing ghosties. Oh my gosh, they were really creepy. <laughs> <laughs> so, as they're making the deal, um, she calls him it the entire time. In her thoughts, when she's talking, <laughs> she's the creature, the he's the monster, yeah. it. She is not relating him to humanity no. at all. He may look like She's a human. the best, you were disgusting look. Like, the yes, serious like, stink eye. Yes. <laughs> I loved it. But, so they make their deal. And this is what I was meaning in our last little segment. When the magic that's in the light. The little things that she was following mm-hmm. that she sliced and was that dark magic. When he made the deal with her, the magic that came out of his staff was the same dark... Like, almost like octopus squid type of thing. Like, the way it looked tentacles. Like, tentacly. Tentac- yeah, tentacly <laughs> magic. Like, something that's going to wrap you up, suck you to the bottom of the ocean, and let you drown. You know, that still doesn't sound like a good thing to me. No. But those, like, that's the only time you see that. At least that I remember. Now, when we go back to reading through the rest of the episodes, it may mm-hmm. show up later, and I may have forgotten. But oh, right yeah. now, so you're saying this, this is, is what yes, this is different than his okay. magic. Because like when he traps her and is like, "Are you afraid of me?" Uh, duh. I mean, like, yeah. Why would I? I not shot be? you. And I stabbed you. Bleeding. You didn't bleed. <laughs> I would be concerned too. I have heard stories my whole life of you, sir, about you kidnapping people. Yeah, and specifically you, children. Like, right? Yeah. Know. No. <laughs> Who said I have to take a nap? I take a nap when I want. Exactly. Um, but really, kids do need to take naps. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's much appreciated. So whenever they make the contract, Jossie makes sure to like say that a promise with a demigod holds weight. And I noted that I felt mm-hmm. that seems really important. Because mm-hmm. um, he can't break it. Yes, because it's a legit, it is a blood contract. Yes. Because she carves mm-hmm. her name. In his arm. Like, yes. let's not even get matching couple tattoos. Let me carve my name in your arm. Just casually, no big deal. <laughs> it's, fine. it's fine. But that, I found it interesting that he said he can't be harmed by a human. Mm-hmm. He didn't bleed when she stabbed him. But when she carved her name in his arm, because, it like, bled. The, the and I think it's contract. the contract. Yeah. yeah. But it's still so interesting that it can, like, whatever magic can yeah. differentiate between the intention. That is interesting. Yeah. And I did note, too, that I thought it was very interesting that in his blood contract verbiage, he only says he'll bring Rodri back. Mm-hmm. He never actually promises mm-hmm. to bring Hila back. You might want to keep that in mind. Okay, I'm glad I noted it down then because I was like, they always just, make such a big deal out of like the the small mm-hmm. wording things. Uh, the yeah. fine print. Yeah, it's like all the fairy stories mm-hmm. that we like. Um, what is it? Um, cruel prince. Yes, cool prince. And the third one with like the queen business. I don't oh, want to spoil it. Yes. But when there's just like a slight, you should have just listened to the words better. I am paying attention now. I know. <laughs> 
noted it down. Yes. So that is, um, I, I can't, I'm not even going to look at you. So, all right. So I'm going to read the, what the ghosties say. They were really great. Okay. I got so, serious, like Halloween vibes. I don't know if this will be coming out too. around. This won't be coming out around Halloween. I haven't seen anything about when it comes back yet. Oh no. I meant this so, episode. Oh, like this? It'll be in September. So this I guess we're is... getting close to Halloween. Like the, but this is the third week of September. I yeah. Think. So obviously no, the we're recording this ahead of time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. But it just it so... feels way too hot outside to be. Oh my gosh! About yes. Ghosties. I know that that's. You know, my my dear cold blooded king comes but... out Thursday, and then this will be the next Thursday. That's so this true. is the eighth. Eighth. So it's yes. like we're a month and a half ahead of. It's still too early. Too early for ghosties. Yeah, it's too early for ghosties. <laughs> Especially the creepy ones. But here's what the creepy ghosties say. <laughs> for the curse will be... Well, they sing it. For the curse will be spread in endless darkness. <laughs> Small print. <laughs> Their times coalesce to a glorious spark. A girl in tow. A tumultuous deal. The shadow awaits. And then Jossie asks, do you accept to follow me? All these little ghosties are still flying around. They say, it shall seal their fates. She asks, where are you taking me? Tao's land is what he says. You must speak out loud and declare that you wish to proceed by your own free will. I cannot force you to enter. So, all these people that he made deals with previously had to have willingly entered. Mm-hmm. Also, if they don't complete whatever deal that they've made... Does their name just disappear oh, from his skin? Ghosties take them. Are they the ghosties? Oh, I like that. Theory. Like I, I don't, don't like know. it, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, but I like. I mean, I legitimately don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> um, obviously. And then Hila asked the question that we're probably all thinking: Are you telling me that Rodrigo agreed to enter himself? Jossie says he did. If I had the ability to force humans to enter with my hypnosis, I would have just done that. Instead, here I am talking to humans. <laughs> you can tell he just really enjoys that. So what would Jossie have that Rodri would say yes to that? Because, I mean, he's holding Rodri kind of over Hilo's mm-hmm. head. So what did he have on Rodri? If his mom oh. did end up going oh, that way. Oh, yes. That's, well, would you like to know where your mom went? Oh. Or if you don't come with me, oh my gosh, Hila's the only one left here. Ah, but then why would he leave Hila? Because I mean, he because otherwise she would be taken. Ah, <laughs> see, <laughs> who are those? <laughs> so then, um, she thinks through what he's saying, calls him the creature again. Um, and then Jossie's like, "Speak, Hila. This is the only time you'll have a chance to see him again." Could be the same words he used with Rodri about his mom. Oh my gosh. She accepts, and the ghosties sing once again. The human now weaves into our threads of time. Our tides now locked like sprigs of time. The herb. <laughs> the other time. <laughs> <laughs> the future from now shall henceforth be this. Oh human, one day you'll be part of us. Ah, they're going to be a ghostie. So, it does make you wonder. Oh my gosh. Um, the top comment on this is making a deal with a hot monster in return for saving your hot friend. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> and then the third one is from, well, that other comment was cold with an E, not cold. And then this one is someone you know with a winky face. <laughs> Why do all of the characters have a mysterious charm to them? That was all caps. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. That was, that was said very much with emphasis, so yes. it makes sense. <laughs> 
So it makes you wonder. I almost feel like I need to write down the song that they sing to keep in my notes to refer back oh, to. But then when we get to the season finale, mm-hmm. we can like compare throughout ghosties. because I yeah. don't, I don't remember seeing the dark magic again. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's necessarily a spoiler because I could be wrong because sure. it could be, it's been a minute since I've read through the whole series because yeah. I tend to read through it and then I have so many that I keep up with. If y'all saw yeah, our Instagram, you, you saw how many that I keep up with on and a regular basis. I don't. <laughs> so it's one of those things that it's like I haven't this has been really nice because I've gotten to reread a lot of my favorite stories again it's like revisiting an old friend yeah. so it's like except it's not old like yeah. this is a relatively new story to yeah. me but it's fine it's like so. that for the other ones too though yes yeah. it's been especially fun to read back through Midnight Poppy Land yes oh my gosh there's so many things yeah. that you notice the second time yes especially time this through. one Knowing how it ends when I'm yeah. I'm looking actively looking for things that I'm like oh, what I did I miss that. the first yeah. time, Yay. so it's things that I'll have to take note of, but also not let Jennifer look at my notes. Yeah, <laughs> except for you know when I when it's in all caps and we're like ew. <laughs> all mm-hmm. right, so on to episode uh, four. Four is next. Yeah. <laughs> Episode four. Jinx. Jinx. (laughs) (laughs) So, in this one, Jossie blindfolds Gila and sends her along with some instructions on how to navigate the world he's about to send her to. So, he blindfolds her because if she's not fully connected, then they can't. They somehow, for some reason, they can't see her, even though she literally bumps into one at the beginning. So, they being somehow they can't. The AOAOs. Creatures. They look like like monster wolves. Yeah. Yeah, they're not totally like any real-life creatures. Yeah. And whenever uh, Jossie mentions the Aos-Aos, Hila's like, aren't those the creatures that uh, feast on human flesh? And he's like, yeah, but it's fine. Don't worry about it. (laughs) It's fine. I mean, you may be their main diet, but they'll ignore you. (laughs) That just means you have to try just a little bit harder. (laughs) It's like the... The object permanence. So, like, my mm-hmm. daughter, she's at that age where she's still not quite got that. So, like, if I put something behind my back, all of a sudden it just doesn't it's exist gone. anymore. Damn. It's just gone. <laughs> so, it's like, well, if she can't see them, they're, they're just not there. I Even mean, though she I can like hear it. them, she runs yeah. into them. It's it's fine. I thought it was a really cool art work showing, like, what's going on while she's blindfolded and mm. how to, like, experience the world yes. shifting around her. I thought that was so well Especially done. the absence of color. Yes. not But it's almost more like... It's not necessarily absence of color, but it's like it it's like it's all gives you almost like that's how it color. feels. Yes. Like it's almost more showing you how she's like feeling it mm-hmm. rather than it just being like she was colorblind. Yeah. Because it's not really you don't even see really like it's just the shapes of what you would feel when you come across yes. something. I love that. Like it was such a smart way and a creative way to draw that like how do you draw when your character can't see that you're going like it's uh, it's just yeah all the props to the author (laughs) so as she is like in this territory of the aoseos creatures she's thinking about uh creatures in general and her hunting experience and just like her thoughts on pack and hunting hunting tendencies and how there's always a signaler because she hears a signaler Mm -hmm. and she has to rework her entire strategy for how am I going to get through this? So then she tries to fight the AOAOs. Problem is, they don't care if they hurt themselves. They're yes. a lot bigger than her, and 
And one of them is eating a hand. Yes. <laughs> so gross. Um, so then Jossie saves her because by this point she's taken her blindfold off so they can all see her. Yeah. So that's why she's having to fight them. So he saves her. And then as he gets her up away from them on his disc, all the aliens, like, I guess they work together and they, like, summon this. Yeah, they're, like, climbing on each other. Weird image. Like, the purple cloudy image of the brother. Oh, yeah. They summon the, who is their Mm -hmm. father. Like yes, AOAO's father, Jossie's brother, brother. <laughs> is the father of AOAO's. Yeah. So these are all his nephews. Weird. He does or have a cousin. comment. Is it in this episode where he's like, Why did you have to have so many children? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you have to go and have so many kids? <laughs> <laughs> so that's the episode as a whole. Oh, um, and at the very end, I have a note that. The brother points out at the end of this episode that Jossie's role is that he's supposed to be bringing the his brother people to eat, but he hasn't been doing it lately, mm-hmm. which I thought was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Is, he, is he growing it conscious? Is there a reason why he's I almost thought it was a not? punishment that he had to bring oh. those people because he was punished by the father for something else. So that was his job from whatever it used oh. to be that he did. I thought that was what he always did, but he was like, I'm not sure. I may have been mixing lately. it up with something else, but they've made comment mm-hmm. about you don't want to anger father again. Oh. So interesting. Yes. I may be mixing it up. But I'll take better notes next time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> so and then I had what was my other little note? Oh, one of the panel where she's holding the flaming arrow, mm-hmm. and she says to the signaler, "Call them." I was oh, like, yeah. such a power stance. Yes. Like I was like, yes, Hula, you may get I on my nerves with that. being like, I don't know if I can trust you. Uh, of course, it's a little early for that. Yeah, I understand it right I'm now, but as it goes further, I'm like, Ugh. so. But still, she is such a great character. Mm-hmm. Um. I think this is where I first noted that it really does seem like Jossie is supposed to be the eventual love interest, but I'm still firmly on the Rodri ship mm-hmm. for now. Which at like, this point you're, I mean, not necessarily supposed to be, but that's what you're inclined to because at this point we really don't know much about Jossie except for bad friends. things. Yes. So cute. <laughs> I mean, and then again, I am more of a sucker for enemies to lovers than a childhood that's friends true. to you lovers. You can very clearly see our trope <laughs> preferences here. <laughs> My other note was he saves her, and even though he doesn't really care about her right now, he has this little smile at her every time she does no, something that he's okay, not expecting. I, I don't want it to be cute, but it's cute. And it gets me every time because he's like, oh, I thought I knew what all humans were like. But she's oh. a little bit different in her reactions to things, mm-hmm. which in general she is in her tribe because her That's tribe's true. all left and she's the only one staying. Mm-hmm. She sees the world different from how other people see it, Yeah, but doesn't hide it in order to make herself more comfortable or stay with yeah she's very, she's very self-sacrificing yes and she's not afraid to stand firm with what she believes mm-hmm. and what she wants and make it happen even yes if no one else and is she is her. very loyal to her grandmother's memory yeah because that's the whole reason is she doesn't want to let her grandmother down mm-hmm. um so and then also i put fan self he's too hot to be the true villain <laughs> So. <laughs> That's a good comment to end it on. I like yeah. it. I like it. Episode five. five. So, um, 
Hila and Jassy. Oh, that was awful pronunciation. <laughs> Jassy. <laughs> Jassy seem to be connected. Yes. And I noted that it seems to be even more so than just from when they made the deal. Because when they connect, it's not his arm that lights up or does anything. It's the symbol mm-hmm. on her hand that she had before they made the deal. That's right. So they seem to have been connected from before they made the deal. But maybe yeah. the deal helped bridge whatever connection that she didn't realize she had because it mm-hmm. only seemed to be a little bit when she was in the cave with Rodri because it just kind of lighted, lit up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it was up. like, light it up. It's <laughs> fine. Because <laughs> that was the first time it had happened in the cave, mm-hmm. too. After she held Rodri's hand. Oh. I, I just... Oh, speculation. <laughs> um, so then AOA was like, alright, kids. There's dinner. Go ahead and eat Jossie and Hila. Nom, nom, nom. Um, Jossie gets Hila to safety. I, do, I had a note about mm-hmm. this, too, about, so, what would happen if Jossie did get eaten? Isn't he supposed to be this immortal, like, demigod? So, like, what would actually so happen to him? I feel like he'd probably be fine, and so this seems like a distraction of some sort, that Jossie would allow himself to pretend to get eaten, so... Hila can get away? See, I, I don't know, because he's not able to use offensive magic against his brothers. That's but part of his a, curse. Im- if he's immortal, though, can another immortal kill him? Is it just immortality against humans? See, I don't know. This feels it's, like a plot breaker. Yeah, because he does say that humans can't hurt me. Okay, so maybe he could but, be... I'm having trouble saying anything, immortal? because oh, do there's... Do I like, hold back on no, my there's, theories? there's... My comparing would be to a character that we meet in a little bit. Okay, sweet. So, so it's I need like, to, like, put it on pause for a minute. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't know how to explain why I think what I think without spoiling <laughs> something. <laughs> so, and then this is when Helon notices that Jossie isn't fighting. He mm-hmm. is hiding underneath his barrier. Yes. And that's it. Um, so that's the episode smooshed down into just a couple of sentences. We tried to smoosh it down a little more this time. <laughs> yes. So, um, I found it interesting that when, so like the really big one came out and was like, pounced on top of the barrier. The really yes. big AOAO. Yeah. The brother. And yeah. you see it crack. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's like, he was face. It was almost like, wait, what a minute. Wait a minute. He, yeah. What a minute. <laughs> what a minute. He's, uh, it's like she thought he was infallible. And I guess to humans, mm. he would seem that way. Yeah. But because his power is breaking underneath the. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And if his brother can destroy. Well, like, that his wasn't power, his brother. I thought the really, the really big, big one. one. No, that was just one of his other kids. Oh. Mm-hmm. See, this whole time I was operating under the assumption that that was the brother. Nope. That's just oh. one of the other kids. The brother's not Intriguing. there. Yeah. The brother's further this into the like land. This is, like, blowing my mind a little mm-hmm. bit. The, yeah, I can't say anything else. I'll okay, okay. Stuff. But that was but, good to know, because mm-hmm. yeah, I was not totally the wrong. Um, and then, <laughs> one of my notes, <laughs> I was looking back over to second ago, I was laughing, I was like, I forgot to put that. <laughs> I said, is his sexy squint thing because he thinks everything around him is sus, or is it just because he's tired? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I now know why you hid that comment from me until now. That's fantastic. like, is he just, like, tired, <laughs> or what? And then, here's the thing I said. So, then we get to see Jossie with uh, Angelina Jolie, hip high slit in his own. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I even noticed that part, but it I says when she's up in the comparison. tree, so, like, your focus is all yeah. on her, not necessarily him. And he's like, okay, I've got her up there. There's this army of AOAs behind him. And he's like, my Let leg. Show some thigh here. <laughs> here's my leg. <laughs> 
<laughs> so that I was my two ha Something like that. I feel. But like... it's a whole robe, and with the way the robe falls, it almost looks like it's a blanket that he's strategically tied. <laughs> because it be very with a hood, with that blanket tying though. <laughs> right, Especially because when I'm you're like, fighting wolfies. Yeah, because it's, it's just. Yeah, it doesn't appear to have any undergarments. <laughs> And bringing it back, because we said this is a clean podcast. (laughs) Well, it's just, like, in general, like, how do you wear something, like, like, how, like, that's... Edna Mode said no capes, and that is, might as well be a cape. (laughs) It's like in, um, I am hoping this is not a huge spoiler, but it's been out for a little bit in Lord Olympus. We have Mm. the latest episode, and Persephone gets this fantastic dress... Um, well fighting boom tape <laughs> yeah like how do you not fall out of a dress like that boom tape i guess you really have, but he it doesn't came, have it came with the dress he's he's got thigh tape and there you go it's like taped strategically into so you can do some like wolfy kicks and like yeah. fight the bad guys i don't know it's but the art is always just so oh, great yeah. and it, oh. so then when it ends off yes. we see Hila leaving and she doesn't mm-hmm. really feel too bad but then she also wonders if the creature is all she's got left yeah. because with Rodri gone she really doesn't have anyone the creature so, being Jossie yes yes so she's trying she was like I've got to go find to see if that severed hand is Rodri's so, I had a comment on that like can you really identify someone based on right. the severed hand like I know my husband very well and I feel like if I saw a severed hand and I thought it might be his I might be able to say like this looks pretty close to one of his hands but I don't know that I could ever say mm-hmm. like 100% this is his hand right without the, all the doubt in my head too of like even if it was his separate mm-hmm. hand in my head I'd still be like but what if it's not because yes. I don't <laughs> want it to be right and so it's like I think too she's also not shock but she's so desperate that's true yeah and it's like she's clinging to anything because he's gone now she's with this guy that she's made the deal with who mm-hmm. she's pretty sure took him yeah so or like positively knows he took him because he's mm-hmm. mentioned it. Yeah. So it's Yeah. I'm waving my hands. <laughs> so many hand signs that yeah. you guys can see. So, so my yeah. final thought at the end of this episode, um, that kind of summed up everything from this one is like, is Jossie planning on dying? I feel like every situation in that here, was her thought, yeah. Like, yeah, and it summed it up so well. Yeah, I mean, it's probably something she like said, it. and then I was like, oh, this sums up everything I've been thinking. But like, can he die? Is he planning on dying? Does he not care about his life anymore because he's been in this bad situation? Kaylin is making like the most I can't look at you faces because she's freaking out. So maybe we should just because what you're saying is like <laughs> <laughs> I'll put a pause on. I like I really I am so excited for when we do this season finale episode and you don't read the actual finale until we're sitting. It's gonna here. be killing me because we record these as like batch record these, so I'm gonna have to wait forever before I can read this. I'm gonna have to read like every except the last one and then wait forever <laughs> oh the anticipation for a season finale the anticipation <laughs> oh, <it's> killing me already <laughs> I did not hit the start recording button when Caitlin thought I was going to <laughs> episode 6 and go okay Hila goes. Hila. I have changed the pronunciation of her name like five times. Every time you say it, it's so good. goes to find the hand. 
a severed hand. And she asks, why is there a severed hand? And my notes say, well, Ahila, that's a great question. <laughs> I'm glad we're finally asking this. Right. Why would there be just the hand? Why wouldn't you see another body part somewhere? Why are they going to yeah. leave the hand by itself? I'm glad that now we're concerned about why there's a hand there. Yes. Not no. just that there is a hand and that we should go look at it. But like, yes. hmm, why is And if there's been multiple humans pulled back here. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, she flashes back, um, and it's a really sad flashback oh gosh, of yeah. her parents when everybody's leaving, but leaving. particularly her parents. Yeah, and they're my oh. note here was that I feel like we're really supposed to be sympathizing with Hila, but mm-hmm. I feel like at the stage of life that I'm at, I actually sympathize with her parents and her dad more. It's like I'm not invalidating Hila's feelings here, mm-hmm. but I feel like I understand more what the dad is saying, um, and that it he means so well but it's just not coming out right and there's just so many pent up emotions and they're not communicating right but I love that at the end of it it still like shows that they still love each other even though they're not Mm -hmm. on the same page where they're going in life and I mean he's he's wanting her to come with them for what he feels is in her best interest but he's Mm -hmm. also respecting that he can't force her to do anything yes which is just so good right and my notes connected with this in that after she's so after this flashback um she's worried that all she has left is Jossie because the only other one she had was Rodri and now he's gone mm, so she's because. afraid that all she's got left is Jossie but she's like okay no I can't do this she finds mm-hmm. her determination again yes um and she's she sees this she sees Rodri as the only person who never left her and Aww. I feel like he still did leave her, but I think because he left, she knew that he was going to mm-hmm. come back. Because he, he just did went away come for back, school. yeah. But he still, he's trying to, with as much consideration to her feelings and respect to her, wanting to stay and honor her grandmother through mm-hmm. having this tribe. That she's, he's still trying to consider all that, but also pull her to the city where he like, yeah. So. He he loves her enough to mm-hmm. want to stay with her. Yeah. But that desire for him to leave is also never going to go away. That's true, and that's such. It's a hard also going to be in the like such a weird dichotomy of feeling. Mm-hmm. It's trapped inside him. Did that split, and that's how he's Jossie? Oh, <laughs> well, that's I, too, I like know. that's such a, a grown up issue, like such an mm-hmm. adult thing. But like, as you're entering into a relationship and you want it to be serious and you're looking forward mm-hmm. to the future, you really have to consider like. What do each person want for their future? And if that doesn't line up right, you really have to consider that. It's like the right. people, I don't know, I almost, I almost hesitate saying this in a podcast, but it's like people who go into a, a marriage and have totally different thoughts on like whether or not they want kids. Oh, One yeah. person is firmly convinced, never want them. One person mm-hmm. is like, I really love them and maybe you'll change your mind. Yes. And then it, there's always the chance you can't marry a future possibility. You're yes. marrying the person as they are. Yes. And there's always the chance that they will say, I firmly for the rest of my life, I never want kids. And then you have mm-hmm. to deal with like, well, I married you because I thought you might. And now how do you deal with the disappointment of right. that? It's, you really have to think through some serious stuff mm-hmm. before you you get into a serious relationship like that. Mm-hmm. That's also, I feel like that's in so many movie tropes. So I feel like it's oh, okay yeah. to talk about it on a podcast. I was yeah. like, Oh, this could be touchy, but <laughs> I'm going for it. <laughs> right. I mean, but it's, it's the same type of thing of, well, I'll stay and hopefully she'll one day realize that she should leave mm-hmm. because 
everyone's gone. Yeah. She's a tribe of one. Mm-hmm. And then it's not really a tribe at that point. Which is so sad. And his dad and is still there, too, actually. I yes, just thought about that. Yeah. He is, but I think he at some point had said that he was leaving... He couldn't stay or... Oh, he, he was, was only there because, because... He was wanting the mom to come back. Yes. Yeah. And he wasn't holding on to the tribe. He was holding on to the mother. Yes. And he felt bad that he didn't go with Rodri and that he was so, like, stuck on trying to wait for mm-hmm. the mom and that he felt so guilty about it. That broke my heart reading Which that. Which that could <laughs> be the same because his wife to him mm-hmm. is what the tribe is to Gila. Oh, my gosh. So many connections. Right. <laughs> and oh, so... Good. It's, I mean, she's married to this idea of making this utopian, yes. not necessarily utopian, but well, it's this like it's home. what she's wanted for That's what she grew up life. in. And it's like a, for say, like when you're as a, like, I was never one of those kids that knew exactly what I wanted to do, I wanted to do when I grow up, but Gila did. Yeah. She knew exactly. And it's so hard. This thing that you've had the desire mm-hmm. of wanting to do your whole life and you centered your whole identity around That's it. That's true. That really is her whole identity. That is her whole identity yeah. is I am the caretaker. I am the protector. I am mm-hmm. the one that keeps this tribe together. Yeah. And that's gone. And she can't bring it back because she can't force these people to stay. Yeah. Oh, man. such That's uh, so hard, too. Like, that's such a big, deep issue as well. Right. I love that that's all getting tackled all at once. Yes, and it's, it's through the whole season. Yeah, it's, and it's such writing a real is so issues, like such a real problem. Yes, so it's not like this a, may be a fantasy, yeah, comic, it's but you so can real, still though. connect it. It's still the same core issue, no matter yeah. the the method, uh, whatever. No matter mm. the the what it comes through, I can't think oh, of the word. Yeah, I'll think of it after we stop of this course, session. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just. It's yes. It's such a good okay. Okay. Back to the rest to, of, this, yes. of this episode. <laughs> so Hila decides to go back and help save Jossie because like what if he's the only thing she has left? Mm-hmm. And what if that's her only connection to Rodri? She's got to pull she's trying to find a way to get over there to get to him mm-hmm. as close as she can without them seeing her. But these are starving animals. Of course they're going to notice. Um, her. Yeah, they have noses. <laughs> <laughs> right. So and she notices that he's not fighting. And so she wonders, is he planning to die? He's oh. not fighting back. Yeah. Um, and so this is when she calls out to him. Mm-hmm. But it's like an instinctual call. Yeah. And he's sitting there in his barrier, and it's like his eyes flash wide open. He's like, oh, no. Don't die. Yeah. And and then she, um, she fires the arrow whatever it is and she draws on his power, power. it was like an energy blast arrow and jossie was all like we connected and my notes i put in all caps i forgot what connection means besides that they're meant to be <laughs> <laughs> because they're meant to be <laughs> it's our last episode for episode this podcast seven. Episode seven. my favorite number <laughs> and also, this was a really good episode. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So, Jossie, Jossie thinks about his power going away. Like, he can feel Hila taking it. Yes. To use that fire arrow or whatever that shot through the really big AOAO's forehead. Yes. And he's been oh, using boom. a lot while, like, trying to fight back, yes. too. Yes. And so protect he's himself. drained. And literally. then Hila gets bit. I had a note. If you put a knife with your hand in a basically rabid animal's <laughs> mouth... 
It's you know? going to bite you. <laughs> My note was. I don't know why you're stunned. <laughs> I know it's the severed hand makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> um, and then I also find it found it interesting that Jossie didn't find it possible for them to have connected. Like, he seems so stunned by the fact that they connected. Oh. And he's like, we connected? Like, how do we do that? That's and it's I mean, that's addressed, I think, in our next podcast episode on Jossie. We'll get into how... What has to happen for them to connect. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't know this yet. Um, I haven't read this yet. Yeah. Oh, you haven't read the next seven? No. Okay. I was like, I'm going to stop record these, and that and way I have gonna... no, like, future knowledge while oh, talking about yeah. it, because I don't want to... Because it seems, and it must be that he's never connected like this with another one of the humans, because if he had, he would have understood, at least if he has, it's been a long while or something, because he's... He seems so shocked. And maybe mm-hmm. it's just that she seems so opposed that he didn't think that they could. Yeah. Because if you connect, you have to be in line somehow. Like, you can't be so utterly on opposite ends of the spectrum, but be able to connect. Like, you have like, Yeah. So. I don't know. It's interesting. There's a bug. It's oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, what was that? So after Gila was bit, Jossie has a flashback to a young Gila. She asked... Are you okay? Yeah, so it's almost like they met when she was really little. She must not remember, or he didn't look the same. I mean, okay, so fair, though. I don't remember so much from when I was little. I remember, like, only, like, yeah, core memories from preschool. Like, my guy best friend who had a buzz cut, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever, and I wanted to marry him. (laughs) That's, like, all I got from preschool. And in kindergarten, I have the distinct memory of spilling juice on my pants and... Like, mm-hmm. then sobbing because I was like, everyone's going to think I peed my pants. And I had to go to the nurse to get a new pair of pants. I remember falling and Seems being like real tore up about things. it. <laughs> and we were, like, sitting on the rug all at once. And I got really big sunglasses because it was the same day. And yeah. I don't know if they gave them to me because they felt bad because I was so <laughs> tore up. I was probably just, like, mortified that I yeah. tripped and fell in front of the other students around me. And I'm sure, like, I no one else remembers. Though. Yeah. No. Yeah. Anyways, so... I had those if, sunglasses for the longest time. Like those really big ones that you oh, get in, like, summertime yeah, that yeah. are, like, double the size of your head. Especially when you're that little. Yes. They look... They, oh, there's probably a picture of me somewhere with them. So I feel like, you know, if she was that young and she just found someone, asked if they were okay, that's not something that I think I would really remember no, And she's always been really term. considerate. Yeah. So, so it's, like, just another day. Yeah. And... Who knows? She probably didn't know quite everyone in the tribe at that age. And he looks fairly normal. Like, he doesn't... He's not mm-hmm. a wolfy thing. Like, he has a Other than the feathers in his... Feathers at his ears. But they are in a... Like, they're in the woods. And kids dress up with the weirdest stuff. So, I mean, True. it's it's totally possible that he could have just, like, rolled around in the dirt and, like, had some crap stuck in his hair. You know? It's... <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah. Kids get into some weird stuff. They do. You would so know then, better than I would. <laughs> <laughs> huh, yeah. Yep. Um, Anyways. <laughs> so, Jossie saves her, but mm-hmm. he knows that he's got minimal power left. Like, he can barely conjure one of these discs that he's been conjuring for them to fly around on. So, um, and then she can't see how damaged he is, but I noted yes. that he's still smiling at her. And I'm like, <laughs> And I've long had suspicions that he had feelings for her long before she knew he existed. And oh. I feel like this reread is confirming that in the way he's acting towards her. And with he's that still got Yes, with the flashback. Yeah. Then also, even if he'd met her, because that was over 20 years ago at that point, she looked younger than 10 in that flashback. 10 years ago. She's only 20. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, maybe it was, like, 14 years ago. Maybe. Maybe she was, like, 6 or so. 
She did look really young. She, oh, she so looked that would younger be than ten before her and Roger even became good friends, because they didn't become real maybe. good friends until like ten ish. Maybe, Based maybe she was ten then. I don't know, but she looked. That would be intriguing. She looked way, younger though. than ten. Oh, but so when she thoughts. asked if he was okay, that's consideration he hadn't gotten from humans before. If he's got such a hatred for humans. Yeah. And if he saw that, it would have given him this little, like, seed of hope. And there's sometimes in, when you're looking through and it looks down at the village, Uh the viewpoint that it comes from is where I feel like somebody would be perched up there looking down at, like, I feel that's where somebody would be sitting up in the trees or up on a higher point of a hill looking at this village not that he watched over her, but if she did not take her like, siestas and Jossie takes people that don't have their siestas. He was watching. He, I mean, I, I feel like there's something because especially like, I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just feel like he's got feelings for things. her, but because it's been, even if she was 10, that's still 10 years for him to be disillusioned by humanity in between then. So yeah. he may have this little seed of hope for her, but it's like covered up by all of all of this disillusionment with how humans are very selfish and they do the same thing he does, but they justify it because they feel like their ends justify the means. I like it. And it's, that's good. But I've noticed with this reread where he's looking down, like, well, not Mm -hmm. him, but what I feel like that just perspective, Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like it's just a a overhead shot. It feels like somebody's watching. Oh, I like it. So, I just feel like he's got feelings for her. <laughs> I will accept this for now. And then they crash into the cave, and he's, like, covering her up to help protect her because there are rocks yeah. falling. But ultimately, they escape. They do. They get away from the AOAOs. They are as safe as you can be in a foreign land with yeah. human-eating monsters around. Yeah, that seems valid. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the end of episode seven. Do you have any, any parting thoughts? Um... Oh, this is my other thing, just about mm-hmm. the art style. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, not quite neons, but it's like vivid oh, blues and purples. Yes. And red, the red uh-huh. of the blood really does not match that color scheme. So anytime there's Ooh. any sort of blood spilling, it is very stark on the page. And it's I true. just really like contrast. the contrast. Yes. And it, I'm, I don't know, and maybe I'm just reading too much into the colors no, and whatnot. Like it. But it, I feel like it emphasizes life really because the AOAs it looks like their blood is more like that purple color it's just the blood of her and Jossie that's that red yeah one thing we were taught in school was that whenever you're making a design decision every single thing should be intentional for it to Mm -hmm. be a really good design and you know it doesn't have to be I think it's part of like finding your own style and what you enjoy but the ones that really mean the most are when the subtle things like that mm-hmm. are just really intentional and, and planned out with, like, thoughts behind it. So I like it. I well, will accept this with, theory. Like, <laughs> the blood from Rodri's eyes. Yeah. Well, the first if thing the blood I thought is going to be such a big thing. was, like, is this a style choice? Mm. Or is this, like, actually blood? Mm, yeah. Because it was so different from everything yeah. else. Yeah. Well, it's almost like you'd think it's not going to be straight up blood coming from... It's like it's going to be mm-hmm. mixed with, like, the tears and stuff. So it's going to be a bit yeah. diluted and not be as vivid as the other. Mm-hmm. But it's still... That color still doesn't match even when they're in the village with really the rest of the color palette. It even mm-hmm. stands out then. Right. I just I just found it interesting how 
stark a difference it is. It's so good. Yes. Yes. See y'all next time. Oh, that was oh. bad. There, there we go. go. <laughs>